Hey, I'm Dawn Scott Damon, your freedom coach, and I'm fiercely passionate about helping you become an empowered woman. As a life coach, author, pastor, emotional and spiritual wellness advocate, I'm here to help you realize your true dreams, craft your master plan, and coach you to fulfill it with ferocious execution. As a survivor of childhood trauma, I know what it takes to overcome obstacles, fears, and insecurities, and I'm here to help you do the same. But I don't do it alone. I bring the sisterhood on to share their journey in this mad voyage called life so that you can glean from the boldest, bravest, and grittiest adventurous who are living out their dreams. Join us. Today's show is sure to change your life. So stay tuned because it's... Join the Freedom Girls Sisterhood with your Freedom Coach, John Scott Damon. Radio. It's time to join Freedom Girls Sisterhood with your Freedom Coach, Don Scott Damon. Hey, Don, how hey, are you, Shelly? We're the uh, we're back together, the original Freedom Girls Sisterhood. Try. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have like I have a million questions about your week. It has been quite the week for you, right? Yeah, I had a busy week. Tell me about it. I mean, I know the ASA, uh, Advanced Writers and Speakers Association, Association. Mm-hmm. had their big, their big week. It right? was actually, yes, yeah, so they had their 20th anniversary. And again, that's the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association. Mm-hmm. And Linda Evans Shepard is the founder of that ministry. And that it is a bunch of writers and speakers that have been together you guys are both members yes. of Asa, so you are Asa sisters, sisters. and awesome sisters too <laughs> but yeah we just had our 20th anniversary and there was a virtual conference which was the first time that the conference has ever gone virtual and so that many go. of us are having to reimagine go? it went so well that's such awesome. a great time Yay. and you know I'll, I'll tell you it feels so good to be together it feels so good to be with you and in the virtual conference, I was surprised at how much we really did feel connected, even yeah, in these happens. small groups, because um, the women were, ta- and many women, I was a small group leader, and so they would put us in these little Zoom rooms, and we were in these small groups, that many times women just broke out in tears and said, I am so lonely. I have been so isolated. Oh, sure. oh. No one understands me. <laughs> because... You guys are both writers too and authors, and um, mm-hmm. it's really a tribe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It really is. Definitely. And um, people that don't aren't part of the writing family don't understand yes. the challenges. The importance of connection. Yes. Yep. And and just the way a writer thinks, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like me too as a pastor, and you're in the ministry. That when I'm around ministry people, it's like, oh, you get me. Yes. This is yeah. the group of people who understand yes. me. Yes. Yes, exactly. and um, so That's it was powerful. It was powerful. So, tell like how this all happened. I mean, first of all, you ended up being there was their Golden School event, right? They had their, their conference. Their yes. Yeah, so last year, uh, the Freedom Challenge, sixty days to untie the cords that bind you. In fact, hmm, I may just happen to have a book <laughs> in, uh, let's see, in my library somewhere. Oh yes, here it is. I love it. Um, I'll hold that. <laughs> you hold it, right? And so we won third place last year for this devotional, and that started Don't early. And I. Yes. Just so you know. Yes, right. <laughs> um, she's my number one fan of yes. the Freedom Challenge, and you are my editor. And so you actually were my beta 
program. We tested the freedom challenge on you and ed uh, you edited it and made it make sense and look beautiful and read beautiful. Seriously, you all, I'm not even kidding. I just have to do a little plug here because sure. this book still continues to like teach me new things every single day. So changed my life really learned a lot about um, exactly what it says. Freedom challenge about this word right here about freedom. So oh, freedom, get it yes. if you can. Powerful book. And you know, what's powerful about the book really honestly by redemption press is my publisher, by the way, but it's because it's scripture. Yeah. You know, it's mm -hmm. just scripture after scripture, reminding us who we are in Christ, yeah. reminding us what he's done for us, our identity, our identity. Yes. And then I quote you in there too, because we actually talk about the, the false identities that we have and the, the seduction of the self-talk when we don't speak the word of God or speak truth, how we're negatively prophesying over ourselves. Yes. And you've written a whole book on that. Tell yes. us about that book. The Silent Seduction of Self-Talk and um, that our self-talk runs through our minds at a much, much faster rate than our speech. And we have these like tapes that play continuously mm -hmm. on a loop and so often they're negative messages and lies that we've picked up from childhood and from things that people have told us over the years and they they distort our thinking and our worldview and the way we view ourselves and and others and and so that's this book is so powerful because you apply different scriptural strategies mm -hmm. for mm -hmm reclaiming, uh, rewiring, mm -hmm. um, those, those lies and, um, turning around that negative self-talk and things that are really true about who you are and your identity in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Um, I really feel that it was really a collaboration too, of just watching. We, I love the word reclaim that you just mentioned because, you know, Satan has stolen so much from us mm -hmm. and it isn't like we knew we were being stolen mm -hmm. from. We were children. We were babies. We were young yeah. adults and, and things were being stolen from us. And oh, let me put, let me silence the world. <laughs> I must be on some kind of thread with all of a sudden with my. Wanna, my mom's. People want to talk to us. My mom's. I only got one mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, you're interrupting right now. <laughs> um, I love it. But things that were stolen from us before we even had a chance, you know, and right. we grew up with lies planted in our little garden of our heart. And so, you know, confidence was stolen from us and a sense of belonging could have been stolen from us. So many things in our lives. So, I love the word reclaim and reclaiming a sound mind mm. that is our inheritance in Jesus Christ. Mm. And it's been battered and we've been lied to and we've been abused and mm -hmm. labeled. And the mind has, you know, which is, you know, our part of our soul, our mind, will, and our emotions, that soul part of us has yes. just been so damaged. Mm -hmm. Yeah, taking mm -hmm. that back. Yes. Yep. Yep. So this is the book that won the award last year at ASA, the Golden Scroll Award, yeah. um, yay. So it kind of led to this, what happened um, this past week. Right, so because of the award last year and then connecting with the, um, 
the gold, not the golden girls, but <laughs> <laughs> the golden scrolls, the Aussie sisters, the Aussie sisters, getting to know them a little bit more. Oh, that's perfect. I want to, I want to get that out of the window. There we go. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, I was able to um, create relationship and build relationship, and so uh, got extra opportunities to come in and do some things and I'm I'm just so honored and excited to be able to I was able to be a work uh, workshop leader or I first guess you were just like could you bring the bottle of water yeah. <laughs> and then it was like could you like lead a workshop could you like could like you, could you be a presenter a presenter on the and, panel um, yeah yay yay that's like I mean, really, you couldn't plan any of that. You didn't know. Like, you didn't send out signals that you want to be involved. And you were ultimately um, the MC, right? Yeah. Um, on the on the during the lunch hour on Saturday, I got to MC, and so it was fun because, um, you know, I'll tell you what, honestly. So the gifts that God has given me, and we all have gifts. You have gifts. Every one of us have gifts. Mm -hmm. But I know as a little girl, I got a tape recorder when I was a kid for a present once, and I interviewed everyone in the family my sister and then then when i ran out of people to interview i actually created voices and became my own guest <laughs> so i interviewed me that's awesome and i just loved being on the radio and then tv came around and i was doing in my mirror as a kid growing up always doing commercials and always doing so i think that god put inside of me the ability to enjoy and be comfortable in front of a camera Agreed. or a microphone. Agreed. Mm -hmm. And so it's difficult though when those are your gifts because it can feel like you're trying to make a place for yourself to be out front. Right. Because they, they kind of are out front or platform right. gifts. Right. I'm not, you know, people will say, oh, I'm just a behind the scenes mm -hmm. girl. You're not. I'm not. Right. I love, I, but I do want to help. And if that means I'm behind the scenes, I'm happy to you do that. You are a that. team player. I've seen that. You do yeah. it all the time. But you're the leader, but, also. But so yeah. But you're also you're also very very good at at emceeing or being on a platform or speaking. All those you are very gifted in those areas. Just yeah, so, it it's is just really. so fun for me. So to get invited into that space, what is very fun. Thank you fun. so much. And um, yeah, and how I, fun. And I just felt so. Um, well revitalized after the conference the the conference itself was so good and i i know we're we're just talking so that's good but there's something about being with a group of people who like we said a moment ago understand you right and connect just right. like what we're doing right now right. we're sharing and hopefully right. our audience that's watching or listening you know something inside of you is like yeah i need that group i need to find my tribe that's right I need there's there, especially right now don't mm -hmm. you think with COVID oh, and all man, that's going huge. on yeah, we need to find that group of people that we connect with absolutely you have a group right I do you, you we literally call the scribe tribe um they're writers um mm -hmm. women female you know right now uh writers of faith who come together every month thank you god they're awesome meetings oh my gosh and we're in contact through the week via email and text and facebook and all that i don't facebook think page. i have i don't think you have my email <laughs> <laughs> I got FOMO, fear of missing out. Uh, FOMO. I love that. I love um, that. So yeah, there and there it is a place. This past weekend during the meeting, the women said we feel safe here. We found we have a voice here. We're being heard here. You know, we see me. 
that's so important right now. And you know, a few years ago, I could care less about any of that mess. Yeah. I didn't want right. to be seen, heard. I don't want to see you or hear you. No, you were, <laughs> so, you talk yeah. about in the shadows and wanting to be in the, in the yeah. shadows. And so hugely community. And, and right now, like, you know, we were talking about earlier, women in particular are, is a huge thing right now with depression and anxiety and um, all that stuff that's really, really hit the community. Well, it's true. sisters. Like isolation is just so dangerous. Yes, um, you, a couple of years ago, moved back to Iowa. Yes. And have you found community? I have found uh, a, a fabulous church and they're very, very strong uh, about small groups and being in small groups. And uh, uh, they're actually called missional communities um, because all of our small groups are, are kind of centered around uh, different kind of outreach or missions or, mm -hmm. or different kind of um, Purpose. Of purpose, yes, and I'm I'm part of one that's called Grandmothers in Prayer, oh, and so we meet that. around the subject of of drawing together and praying for our grandchildren and their schools and their parents and families. But I'm also part of one with my husband. That's mm -hmm. um, that's um, a mixed group of singles and married people and people of different backgrounds mm -hmm. and cultures, and we get together and it's a study group. Uh, that gets together and then I'm part of the scribe tribe that Wanda's right. part of. You guys are the founders of the scribe tribe. Yes. So, so so yes and it's been important for me and Iowa to find people that were um, my people yeah you know right. and it, it's it's hard when you move to a new community mm -hmm. to to be able to feel that you belong. Mm -hmm. and that you belong. Well it can take a long time and I think the one of the quickest and best ways to get connected is to find a church mm -hmm. yes. and to get involved in your church. And um, I'm so thankful that you did that. I'm actually part of a, of a group now called our, it's our We Care team. And our, okay. our church is quite large. So it's, it's and I'm actually writing the, um, the handbook for training our staff. It's the outreach group that cares for anybody, anybody in need, pretty much anything from a a death or a hospitalization or mm -hmm. domestic violence or mm -hmm. anything any and and so there's a training manual for how we go out and minister in those areas so that's also a, a huge area of connection for me because we're really ministering to to the broken and hurting people in our church mm -hmm. yeah do you i mean what do you do what do you do to take care of yourself you actually had covid and it knocked you out for a while. You were out, you know, out of the game. <laughs> I did. In bed. Yeah. You do a lot of things, Don. So what do you do to take care of yourself yeah. in the middle of all that? Oh, Pastoring a church in right? this climate right now, multicultural church in this climate, COVID. I mean, holy moly. Right. Yeah, a lot. Speaking. Yeah. 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 Twirling yeah. a baton. Just, well, yes. you I'm getting exhausted. <laughs> just, just, uh, is there a therapist in the house <laughs> who said I'm taking care of me? No, I do try to. Um, well, there's try or not, there's do or not do, right? Yeah, there's no yep. try. I do set aside time. In fact, today being a day of, this is very joyful for me being with you guys and doing this, but this whole day is set aside to just catch my breath. Sure. And tonight my husband and I will have a date and we will just play and we will not put our phones on and Good. we will just reconnect. But uh, it was difficult when I contracted COVID because it, I got COVID on March 15, the very first Sunday we had to go virtual in our church. 
And so we were navigating all of a sudden this com complete massive disruption and I'm sick, but I have to lead because, so I was teaching and preaching on camera while having COVID. And then finally, I, I, I scheduled it far enough advance then that my assistants could do that and co-pastors could do that. And they, my team is phenomenal, so they took care of it. And, um, but I was flat out and my husband got it too for two weeks. We were, we were, wow. we did not yeah, feel well. And, um, and then, yeah, right after that, we started to catch our breath. And then the murder of Joy, George Floyd happened and because I do lead a multicultural work, it affected us once again. There was another a wave. Huge disruption. So what do I do? I have a, I have a, they're neither a coach nor a therapist, but in their professional life, they're probably both. But I have a safe place that I can go and talk to Yay. and have talk therapy and make sure that I'm, I'm venting. I hired a, a new pastor to come in and help yeah. carry some of the yes. load. So that, that was really huge. Mm -hmm. I, my yeah, husband, important. yeah, very important. You know, we do, um, we do take care of our bodies too. We eat right. We exercise almost every day and we get massages a lot. That's important. And I feel so spoiled, but you know what? He's a former football player, so he needs it, you know? Yeah, because uh, just of his back and he's mm -hmm. tall and tall guys always. And I just need it because I need to go wherever he goes. So. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes there, I go with him. Just <laughs> no, but you know, it's just, I that's, can, and I that's can something you're doing feel, that's kind to yourself. Is it what we call couples massage? It is. It is a couples massage. We do it okay. together. It's part that's of our awesome. date. We'll go and, and we'll be in the, the same room together and, that you can tell, man, when they, they find a knot, you know, when they're oh, working yeah. that out and I want to cry, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know this is good. This is good. Breaking up toxins. And, and, um, then I do have a spiritual discipline of meditation that I, that I try to do uh, five times a week. And, um, that is the physical part of the diaphragmic breathing and then focusing on scripture, meditating on scripture. And I do that for 15 to 20 minutes a day. And we know so much about the brain now. We know that, that one of the reasons why we get anxious and, and, and adrenaline is pumping and going and we're just moving all the time is because we get caught in the sympathetic uh, part of our brain, which is adrenaline, go, 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 do, 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 cortisol pumping. Yeah. Yes. And we, our brain doesn't know how to disengage from that right. into the parasympathetic. And breathing does that, and, and meditation actually does that. So it resets my nervous system and allows that to relax. And when I learned that, both medically and through my coach, then I started applying it. And I'm like, wow, this is good stuff. That's really good Excellent. information. Excellent. Really good. Mm -hmm. Wow. So because I'm, I'm prone to anxiety, it's so I, need, I needed to learn those tools. And again, the word reclaim Whatever God created belongs to God. And, you know, just because Eastern religion took this or that or stole it or whatever, right. God created it. That's right. God created the way we were. That's People right. are very, uh, sometimes very prone to be afraid of certain things because they think, well, meditation, well, that's Eastern religion and I can't, I, I can't do that because, uh, but um, 
if something if something if something works in terms of the way the brain functions and biologically in our body it works because that's the way god created it science yes and it is science and Mm -hmm. science doesn't you know science and biology don't stop you know here in our neck you know here in our neck and (laughs) but i want to go back and ask you a question about about the meditation i want to know if you can somehow quantify or explain how that has helped you what kind of differences you've seen since you've done that yeah certainly um so again sometimes i feel like i'm in overdrive now i've never been diagnosed with add but i i wouldn't be surprised i'm not scattered no but i have ideas and creative ideas i think they're creative i have things i need to do things that i want to you know and so i'm I'm, I'm an, a high driving, mm-hmm. um, what do they, what do they call it? A D on the distance yeah. survey, survey, the driver right. or type a personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's natural and intuitive to where I am, but sometimes it disrupts my ability to be present and just enjoy because, and because I'm, you're I'm way out there. Right. It's a visionary part. And, yeah. and then I get task oriented versus people. So if somebody stops by, sometimes I'm like, and I'm trying to lay, you know, but I'm inside, I'm going, okay, you know, I really need to get to this or the phone ring. I don't like the phone. Well, since, since meditation, that is drastically different for me. I feel very comfortable being present. I'm here. I'm, I'm, oh, and I, maybe it's age too. I don't know, but I just have this vision of me saying that's all there. It'll, I'll get to it when I get to it, but I'm here. I'm in this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not losing sleep yeah, over this. Yeah. Right. I'm not racing inside and my brain isn't racing. Oh, that's key. I'm yep. here and I'm able to, to, like I discovered I'm more of an ambivert. I used to think I was a double extrovert. But I'm much more of an ambivert, which means I'm but in the extremes, I'm an extreme introvert on one end and an extreme extrovert. Like I like to be all out, all there, or I want to be hunkered down. Yeah. With yeah, a book yeah, 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 with yeah. a blanket over my head. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that yeah. sounds nice. Very um similar to someone I know, perhaps myself. Um <laughs> <laughs> do tell. But, uh, <laughs> you have a hot seat. So is this, is your meditation, is that a, is that a routine that you put together for yourself or is it something that, uh, is there a tool that you use? Well, both. And I read a book called Accomplish More, Stress Less, where she introduced this. And what I liked about the way this writer introduced meditation is that there were no religious or spiritual overtones it, one way or the other. It was just the science of it. Mm-hmm. It was just what happens. Yes. And that, that was one thing I enjoyed learning was what happens because I have not had panic attacks in years, but I remember that when I was experiencing that in my thirties, that I had to lay on the ground and I had to remember to breathe because there, it, the, the breathing actually shut everything down and slowed everything down and and put an end or a lid on that that panic attack wow. which was explained to me yeah i was entering a chemical imbalance but i had um the adrenaline like somebody was pulling yes. the trigger and it wouldn't let go and i was getting more than what i needed mm-hmm. so that interrupted it well 
So I enjoyed learning the biology of that and, and what, what we would learn to do is first breathe in, box breathing, mm -hmm. you breathe in, you hold your breath for four seconds, you breathe out for five, hold it. So it's an equal amounts kind of in and out. But then it was engage the five physical senses. So what, what do you hear right now? And you know, let your eyes close and you're still breathing, but just focus on what you're hearing. And then you would focus on what you were smelling and tasting and feeling around you. And it was teaching me just to be present. That's cool. right there. And then I added the spiritual component of visualization, visualizing the scriptures, visualizing uh, me in a boat with Jesus, perhaps, and just allowing the Savior to, to minister to me. And um, we'd do some of the Freedom Challenge, you know, I'm loved, I'm accepted, I'm the affirmations, the affirmations yeah. while breathing. And then, um, and then I also picture my physical body being healed and whole. So I believe that and would picture that um, there's no inflammation in my body and kind of giving my brain instructions. Wow, that's you know? cool. Mm -hmm. Telling my thyroid to get up and dance. <laughs> <laughs> I love and that. So, and so I'm enjoying it very much. And I, I have to believe that it's very similar to maybe what somebody would teach us that the desert, desert fathers, maybe they learned and all that. I'm not like woo-woo. I'm just your basic average over-engaged person mm -hmm. that is learning to slow down in a noisy world and engage um, the Lord Jesus Christ with, with my body, soul, and spirit. Excellent. That is so helpful. Yeah. That is so I like helpful. that. Yeah. You have to disengage a little bit to engage. You have to, and I have to. Yeah. I, th I keep thinking that as I'm aging, I'm supposed to be getting, like, when, when does the free time come? And, and I feel, you know, and I have all these <laughs> children and grandchildren. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't happen. <laughs> so... Wow. But, um, yeah, so I think, and we were talking earlier before we started recording just about how important some of these practices are because depression's pretty strong right now it in is. our culture as an anxiety. Mm -hmm. What do you do? What do any, I do? Are any practices or anything? You, do you watch yourself and be careful that you don't have any anxiety or depression or you? My you routine know okay? helps me. And what... What is uh, a struggle for me is that my husband uh, works out of town for four days a week. So four days a week, I'm I'm alone in my in my home. Which uh, there are a lot of people who are alone. So yeah. th that is a factor for many people. For me, that's kind of an an anomaly that mm -hmm. I've had to adjust to, and it's difficult. I'm I'm not by by virtue of my personality and the way that I build a person who likes to just be by myself. Yeah. So, um, I build, I build, um, I build, um, I build, um, <laughs> there goes my, my brain. Um, I build opportunities during the week for me to be physically with other people mm, and virtually with other people. So I, um, I have a friend whose, um, husband is, uh, struggling with his health and she, certainly can need encouragement during this time and they've just moved into a care facility and um i meet with her about once about once every week and um 
when there's an activity at our church, I'm, I'm sure that I'm present and that I'm there as often as I can be. And I make sure that when Dan is home, that we're scheduling time together mm -hmm. and doing things. One day that he's home every weekend, usually we are babysitting for our grandkids. Mm -hmm. And then the next day we're usually recovering from babysitting <laughs> for our grandkids. <laughs> I love that you babysit though, because you're doing that as a respite for your daughter, right? Is that one yes, way? Yes, that's absolutely what we're doing. My mom and dad did that for us when, when we were younger. Every Friday night, Dan and I had an opportunity to have a date and my mom and dad kept the kids overnight. Mm -hmm. So and great. So, um, we don't have the grandchildren overnight, although sometimes we do. Um, but every <clears throat> one night a week, our, you know, we're always there to take care of the grandkids so they can go out. So, and that's really important because we moved to Iowa to be near our family, mm -hmm. near our children and grandchildren. You know, it's mostly the grandchildren, right? <laughs> you know, um, we're not supposed to say that out loud, but, uh, especially when they're really little. Um, so that's that's really that really feeds my heart and my spirit to be with my grandchildren and my and my son and daughter-in-law. I mean, I really value that time and um, and then for me to be at church, mm -hmm. I do not like missing church. I don't like I don't like doing church virtually. I want to physically be at church. Mm -hmm. I want to worship and praise with my with my brothers and sisters, you know, mm -hmm. I'm generally in the second row, mm -hmm. you know, up there <laughs> and, um, love it. That's really important to me to be there and, and praise and worship with people that mm -hmm. really fills my, fills my heart. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm very regular with my devotional routine and getting up and spending time in the word. And I do some of that on my, phone because it sends me reminders and everything but I have to have time I was talking about this with you earlier I have to have time with a physical Bible in my hand <laughs> because it just it's the word of God and I, I I'm having that Bible is important yes. to me so those are just some of the things that are, are very helpful to me and and spending regular time you know connecting with friends back here in Michigan Mostly this one. Yeah. <laughs> Connecting. That's important. Connecting so. is huge, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is important. I never really did like that much, but yeah. Yeah, because you, and you know, we've talked about it earlier too, but you were the I one am that, kind of built to be alone. I like. You like the introvert. I like, I can be all day, with nothing on in the apartment, just quiet all day long. I could have, I could also have my rock and rock music. <laughs> I'm good, whatever, but I'm, I'm really happy alone. Mm -hmm. I don't get lonely very often at all. Um, however, there was a period of time when I got back from California, when the shutdown happened, she went home. Uh, I had surgery. So, and then, so then the quarantine turned into, I hadn't seen anybody for like three weeks. Yeah. Cause I was quarantined from Gordon and Linda my landlords who lived upstairs from me and it was just me downstairs. And plus I couldn't, my, something was happening with my eyes. If you remember, I do remember I was not good. And, um, and then that's it. If you're, you know, right. So during that, it was weird because it was not like a choice. And that was weird. Usually I'm making choices about, I, I don't really want to visit or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm good by myself. I'm good. Yes. But then to not be like, to not have anyone touch your, even your hand. 
Mm-hmm. It was yes. 28 days be- before a human yes. touched me in that time. Mm-hmm. And that was my surgeon. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, Great. I'm living the life, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, yeah. Thank goodness my surgeon, though. You should see him. I'm uh, just saying. Okay. Well, okay, he's a brunette Paul. No lie. <laughs> uh, that's good. Well, you know, um, I was on a virtual conference of the, besides Asa earlier this week, and there was one woman on there who's a single woman, and she said that that was really true of her. She said, you know, I'm, I'm used to being alone, but this was different, and maybe just those little smatterings of people and stuff were enough to fill me, but when I didn't have any of that, but she said, my love language is physical touch, and so not to be hugged not to have a hand right. hold or a shoulder pat or any of that. She said it, it was really painful, right. but when she's getting synergy is that um, she's starting to babysit for some close friends and they've all been exposed and all that. But she said the kids, the hugs, the oh, sitting on the lap, reading books to stubbled oh, yeah. up. She said, it's working. It's a win-win. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. There are so, ways. If you, you know, like to babysit my grandkids, you know. I love baby. I love, well, you know. Well, how old are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's 11 of them. They're from 1 to 21. Well, remember, I did volunteer. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so, I forgot about that. that. So, um, so, you know, there are ways we can get creative about how to connect. There, It's hard right now, but thank God for it. I'm sorry. I thought I would say this. Thank you God for the internet. Yes. <laughs> for Zoom and for all that because we've, I mean, wow. I've been able to see my family almost more now. It's true. I yeah. never zoomed before. I was five years without seeing my family in person. We didn't zoom. Yeah. We didn't do any of that. But right. now since then, we've probably did three or four of them right. since like March. I'm like, I'm tired of seeing you already now. I know, right? <laughs> the world has discovered that we can come together. We launched this and I know, I know our time is probably going, but same thing. I don't know if all of the groups that you mentioned earlier are in person or if some are virtual, but we just launched our missional communities or our, we call them micro tribes at our church tribes, church, a microcosm of the bigger, but they're virtual right now. And we just say, everybody get connected because if God forbid we should ever be in another place where we have to get quarantined again, we at least will be able to connect and yep. know where everyone is instead of everybody being yep. scattered. And and let me just say that for someone that didn't like all that mushy, mushy stuff and all that, Zooms actually make me feel good. I mean, they actually make mm-hmm. me feel better. Yeah. Really now, that's a whole nother miracle thing. But, right. you know, like, I feel like I've been in contact. I have connected with you. Even if it's there, I see you. You see me. See you. We see you. Right? Mm-hmm. Romper, bumper, stopper. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I you know well when we when we launch our grandmother's group again this fall for the fall semester we're going to be one week virtual and one week in person oh, one week virtual one week in person so that actually there are times when um people can be part of the group virtually but they couldn't be physically present mm-hmm. and there are still people who are very tentative about coming out they want to be part of a group but they still don't feel comfortable being out mm-hmm, with COVID mm-hmm. and we're grandmas and prayers. So we're not young spring chickens. So um, that was the best way for us to really accommodate everyone. And, and uh, we've, we've done really well with virtual groups during COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we've found out, I have actually, I never really thought that it would feel the way it does feel when we're connected online, but it does feel 
it does mm -hmm. almost do it, you know, mm -hmm. not, but again, the hugging part, I'm not like, I, I love hugs. I give great ones, <laughs> but you know, so I miss those too, but, um, but finding out that we can connect. That's an important thing that you're saying. And I think this is a good place for us to kind of conclude our time together, but the connection God created us for connection. Mm -hmm. He created us for community. And from the very beginning, he said, it's not good for man to be alone. And that wasn't just man and wife. It's right. just this, humans, the human, human, yeah. human, we need to, we need to be connected. And, and if you're listening today or you're watching us and you are not connected, we invite you to find a group. You can even check out Tribes Church and our virtual groups that are available, but also tribeschurch.tv tribeschurch.tv and if you you know even just christian google christian groups and you'll find virtual groups that are meeting all over the place mm -hmm. true make yourself available to that and if you can if you do have a church and you can go go, go back it's go. it's important absolutely and important so yeah. anyway it's great to be with you guys yes and the original Freedom Girls Sisterhood. Yeah, we we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to help you live a full, fierce, fierce and free, free life. So if you'd like to know more about the ministries that we have, you can visit me at dawnscottdamon.com and shellybeachonline.com, ptsdperspectives.org. All right, there it is. Yay! It's great to see you all, and we'll see you again soon. This is Don Scott Damon saying, it's freedom time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Freedom Girls Sisterhood. Like us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and review us. And if you'd like to leave us a note, find us on the Freedom Girls Sisterhood Facebook page or any social media at Don Scott Damon. As always, live a fierce, full, and free life because it's freedom time.